Hey there. Welcome to Truly Oz, where we're devoted to sharing insider scoops on our major cities and the exploration of regional, rural and outback Australia. We created these Truly Oz podcasts so that before you travel somewhere, you know a little bit about the place and have the lowdown on things to check out. I also love sharing my top picks on where to eat, drink, play and stay. For more travel inspiration, you can also check out our stories online at trulyoz.com and you can find us on Instagram at trulyoz. Today we're exploring one of my favourite destinations in Western Australia, beautiful Broome. It's a melting pot of cultures, an awesome place to sample Western Australian produce and a seaside haven of natural phenomenons dating back to prehistoric times. But first, I would like to pay my respects to the traditional custodians of the land, the Yuharu people, who for at least 30,000 years have lived along the foreshores of Roebuck Bay, across the Pindon Plains and as far inland as the Wallangar, also known as Edgar Ranges, and along the fringes of the Great Sandy Desert. A town that is the gateway to a region as astounding as the Kimberley might well be considered a stepping stone into the vast outback of Australia. But the charm of Broome, visually defined by the red Pindon soil that meets white sandy beaches before blending into strikingly blue turquoise waters, is entirely captivating. It just begs you to stay. Most people go once, fall in love and then keep going back. It's intoxicating and when you step off the plane you feel as if you're in Asia, it's so balmy. The first recorded European to land on Broome shores was explorer William Dampier in 1668. It is said that he came ashore to bury a treasure chest on Buccaneer Rock in Roebuck Bay. Then in the late 1880s it became a pearling port and a multicultural population began to build as so many people were lured to town by the promise of making a fortune. Japanese, Indonesian, Malay, Chinese, European and Aboriginal cultures have blended to form the colourful personality that is the modern-day soul of Broome. In the second half of the 19th century and in the early years of the 20th century, Japanese divers were recruited and had to use cumbersome full dive suits, copper helmets and lead-weighted boots so that they could dive into much deeper waters and bring back more pearls. Sadly, you were lucky to live in those kinds of conditions. So a good first stop in Broome, after a swim in your hotel's pool to cool down, is the Japanese cemetery, which honours the sacrifices made by more than 900 of these early pearlers who died of decompression sickness or other illnesses related to diving. It is thought that the cemetery is the largest of its kind outside of Japan, If you visit during the heat of midday or afternoon, you'll need to cool down. And what better way to do that than to sample something Broome is famous for, the ginger beer and mango beer made at the local brewery Matzo's. Matzo's was originally the Union Bank of Australia and was built in 1900 in Sheba Lane, a notorious red light district in Broome's Chinatown. The building was later turned into a store run by the Matsumoto family and renamed Matzo's Store. It was later purchased by Lord McAlpine, Broome's patron, who moved into Hammersley Street, where it sits today. It won't take you long when exploring Broome to realise that Lord McAlpine has something to do with nearly every building and piece of land in town. Matzo's steak sangers have won an award, so it's a good place to have a bite to eat while you sample some of the drinks. There are also lighter meals as the chefs are inspired by the town's Asian cultural influences. It's also a really fun place to be, usually packed with live music playing. On Tuesday night, they have jam night with a live band, and it's also an opportunity for any travelling musicians to get up on stage and join in with the band. Plan your activities before you get to Broome, as many of the best ones book out quickly. 
such as the world-renowned Horizontal Falls seaplane adventures. You depart from the airport, which is only a couple of kilometres outside of town, and there you join a group, and after a safety briefing, you board a seaplane and enjoy an hour and 15-minute flight to where your plane lands on the water, next to a pontoon in Talbot Bay. The flight is an incredible journey in itself as you fly right over the Kimberley Outback and you can really get a sense of how immense and magnificent this area is. And there's some low-level flying over the islands of the Buccaneer Archipelago and Cape Levique. Life jackets are handed out and then you climb aboard the boat and position yourself on thin mounds of seats with a steel bar in front for balance. The boat speeds off at rocket pace into the gorge, heading towards what David Attenborough calls one of the greatest natural wonders of the world the horizontal falls. They're called waterfalls, but the natural phenomenon is created by intense tidal currents hurtling at a million litres per second through two narrow gorge inlets to create a waterfall effect as water banks up on one side of the narrow cliff passage. The variation in the tide can be as high as 10 metres, and the best bit is the speedboat powers right through the waterfalls and the drivers have a lot of fun powering you around in circles before taking the waterfalls at high speed again and again. You'll be holding on and yelping for joy. And there's usually a huge saltwater crop lounging on one of the banks, eternally hoping that someone's going to fall in. Back on the pontoon, you can tuck into a fry-up of bacon and eggs and then enjoy the seaplane ride up the coast back to Broome. In the town of Broome, make sure you check out Sun Pictures, the world's oldest picture theatre garden that was established in 1916. It was actually constructed in Broome's Chinatown in 1903 by the Yamasaki family and was an Asian emporium selling important Asian foodstuffs, clothing and other household goods. But the owners loved theatre, and so a portion of the building became a Japanese playhouse for traditional no theatre. In 1913, Master Pearler Ted Hunter purchased the building from the family and commissioned architect Claude Hawkes to design and construct a picture theatre that would seat up to 500 people. Silent movies were then introduced, and the rest is history. You can still see great flicks there today. Broome is also considered the best place in Australia to buy pearls, and you'll find many reputable retailers located mainly in the Chinatown area of town near the theatre. Famous pearl brands Kalis and Allure South Sea Pearls both have beautiful stores in town. Take a stroll along the flat expanse of Broome's famous Cable Beach, where the sunrise and the sunsets are out of this world. You can do a camel ride at sunset if you want an iconic Broome photograph, but be warned that they're not the easiest things to sit on. For great food with an authentic Balinese atmosphere, head to the Bali High Cafe. They use super fresh, pro fresh produce and the signature dish is the Cone Bay crispy skin barramundi with a spicy red curry and a Thai salad. Relax on the alfresco deck area with a beach breeze in your hair or spend some time in the cool air-conditioned restaurant. If you love a good Balinese massage, linger longer and enjoy a treatment at the spa. The citrus and coconut ritual, which is comprised of a massage, exfoliation and mandy shower, followed by a coconut and lime spritz and moisturise, will have you walking around on cloud nine. Broom Courthouse markets are open every Saturday during the wet season, so from April to October. They started 25 years ago and are a great place to pick up local produce, including food, handmade crafts and clothing, while listening to live music and enjoying warm broom hospitality. About 45 minutes out of Broome is Eco Beach Wilderness Retreat, and it's the brainchild of Broome local Carl Plunkett. Carl formerly owned a couple of backpackers in Broome, and one day while fishing on Eco Beach with some mates, he decided that he would build WA's first Eco Beach Retreat. 
In April 2000, Cyclone Rita destroyed the original, more rustic retreat on Eco Beach, and Plunkett officially reopened the property after spending 18 minutes on an impressive build. The super stylish, eco-friendly resort consists of 25 luxury villas, 30 safari-style eco-tents, and a main lodge housing a reception area, restaurant, cafe, infinity pool, and a general store. There's also a warehouse-style yoga studio overlooking the beach. The retreat is completely self-sustainable, utilising 240 solar panels across 24 of the villas to store the sun's energy for evening use. There are so many activities at Eco Beach, but note that these do not happen during the wet season. So during April to September, you can do things such as whale watching, yoga, turtle tracking, mud crabbing, water or land-based fishing, walks led by local Indigenous guides and stargazing with a nightcap. You can even have mud with bubbles, which is exactly as it sounds. First, there's a sand exfoliation at high tide, then you're covered in healing mangrove mud, followed by a glass of bubbles while the mud sets. You then wash off in the ocean, and you're brand new. The most famous place to stay in Broome is a draw card in itself, the Cable Beach Club Resort and Spa. The story goes that the late Lord Alistair McAlpine, the English aristocrat and politician who we've come across a lot now, fell in love with Broome and made it his home. He famously purchased the land on which Cable Beach Club Resort and Spa now sits by signing the contract on the back of a beer coaster at the Roebuck Bay Pub, and the resort opened in 1988. Since 1999, more than $20 million has been invested into the property, and it also has a private art collection including rare works by Sidney Nolan, Elizabeth Durack, and Humphrey Price Jones. Spot the horse and the dog statues placed throughout. Every horse statue faces the resort's reception, so you always know your way out. There are studios, bungalows, club apartments, villas and suites to choose from, and the resort has three great places to dine. There's an Italian restaurant called Cicchetti Club, the Sunset Bar and Grill where you can relax and enjoy a cheese platter on the deck, and there's Kitchi Kitchi Thai restaurant that has great dumplings in the gardens by the family pool. A great way to wrap up your adventuring broom is to step right back in time, right back to the age of the dinosaurs. Dinosaur Adventures Broom is a family-run business that formerly operated as Broom Hovercraft Adventure Tours for 23 years. However, due to social distancing rules during COVID, they had to start offering boat tours as guests were packed in too closely on the hovercraft. Then, guests started coming to them and saying that they enjoyed the boat tours even more, as you can walk around, enjoy drinks and nibbles during the tour. However, the star of the show, the 120 million year old dinosaur footprints, has not changed. You're taken in the purpose-built shallow landing vessels out across Roback Bay, where you can then stand below bright red and orange craggy cliffs. There, a guide asks you to stand in the footprints of a juvenile dinosaur so you can get a good idea of the visual nature of his steps. The enormous footprints are more than a metre diameter and you can imagine the long-necked creature making its heavy-footed way across the mudflats, where its footprints have remained ever since fossilised. Then you can go and enjoy a leisurely cruise up Dampier Creek where you can learn about the local flora and fauna while enjoying sparkling wine and gourmet nibbles served up by the friendly staff. Then return to the family's waterfront property to enjoy a cocktail while mingling with other guests and enjoying delicious snacks straight off the barbecue. The five-course tapas meal finishes with a mouth-wateringly good fudgy flowers chocolate cake. There's complimentary pickups and drop-offs from your accommodation and the whole experience takes about five and a half hours and costs around $220. 
For history buffs, for the same price, there's a World War II plane wreck tour in Roebuck Bay. Broome has the fourth highest tidal range in the world, which has these wrecks exposed only 23 times per year. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed our journey in and around Broome. There's so much more to enjoy in town, and if you can also stay longer, then take the time to explore the amazing world of the Kimberley. But that's for another podcast. Thanks for listening to the Truly Oz podcast. If you like what you heard, hit follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. And for more travel inspiration, head over to trulyoz.com or catch us on Instagram. We look forward to bringing you more Truly Oz travel inspiration soon. This podcast was made by Afternoon Sport Group. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com.